find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. of your radio static, you've stumbled upon the lost signal, your podcast destination for tales of horror and the macabre, brought to life with voice acting and sound effects. New episodes are released every two weeks on Monday on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Join us, won't you? Welcome to Cruelty Podcast. This is Lillian, and with me is Maris, because it's Maris Monday. Hello. Hi. Hello. So, in a continuation of our last... Wild ass episode Part two Sort of It's just kind of covering A lot of mysterious deaths of scientists Right And I picked The list is long Oh dear Let's be clear But look Disclaimer time People die, and sometimes they die in weird ways. Sometimes people kill themselves. Sometimes it's a mystery. But my thing is, it seems like clusters of deaths. Hmm. And they all seem vaguely related. Like clusters of Sasquatch. Not like that. No. 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 It has nothing to do with Sasquatch. It could, honestly. It reach, could reach in there. No, I'm just serious. You know, we'll have another Bigfoot episode soon. For the love of God. God. So these people's deaths, in and of themselves, isn't like a conspiracy. They happened, and they happened the way I'm going to tell you it happened. But yeah, I want you to make your own determination on this. I find it personally weird. Hmm. And a lot of their deaths are just fantastical. They're like, wow, why? Right. And um, we all know 
that like the KGB and CIA frequently they like to throw people out windows and stuff. They oh, still yes. doing that. It's called a contrived accident, which means it's not an accident. But okay, the CIA says that is the best way to assassinate someone is if you make it look like <laughs> an accident. It's like the, the best the best recipe. Like, <laughs> well, the best way to make someone's death look like not your fault is to sling them out a window. Ah. I mean, we know the drill now. Yeah, I mean, but like nothing's going to happen with it. You know, they're not going to look into it. And some we, of these, we need less windows. We need regulations on windows. But one of the reasons I wanted to share this is when you look up the Marconi scientist deaths, you're invariably going to find these guys, too. Okay. And while they're not related... Most of these guys all worked in biochemical warfare or viruses. Did, did you ever find a connection with the Sun Observatory thing? Didn't find a connection with that. Hmm. And I'm not... Okay, so also when you look up the Marconi scientists, you're going to see death of 74 NASA scientists. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. That's bullshit. That's just like a weird meme. There's no list of 74 NASA scientists that have died. Right. However, I know where they got that number from. So in my research, you just look up mysterious deaths of scientists, okay? Uh And what will pull up is over 90 names. But if you remove the 25, 24 to 25 Marconi names, we're all the way up to 26, as some people speculate, it leaves you with 74. So, these people didn't work for NASA. Okay. And I don't know why people said that. Have NASA scientists died under mysterious circumstances? Yes. Maybe that's the flavor of scientists they like. No, the flavor seems to be uh, molecular biologists and, like, virologists and people who work with communicable diseases. Smarter people than me, huh? Oh, yes. Yeah. And they're all in their 40s, too. And I was like, when I was sitting they're like researching this and it's like he was 44 i'll be 44 this year will i are we gonna get cia'd yes. no no oh, no, oh, no. Oh, okay. um i was just like wow they sure have accomplished a lot oh and don't felt, think that <laughs> i felt sad oh no i i've we've all done that where yeah. you look at someone's age and you're like well uh, today i ate all the cheez it's <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and he mastered cold fusion. Cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. We are the same. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking moron. Uh, yeah, so the part two to this is, is if you're a scientist working for any government, maybe don't. Because it mm-hmm. seems really hazardous mm-hmm. for your fucking well-being. Right. <laughs> Just uh, Jeez. Not to mention all the science. Also, there's a lot of them related. There's... I didn't include them because there's only three of them. I will be doing a part three on this, not right away. Dang. I'm covering the death, hundreds of deaths of scientists in India related to their nuclear program. It's dangerous to be a scientist. It is. And then I'll be covering uh, all the climate change scientists that have died. And that's a lot. But today we're covering the, the guys who worked with disease. Okay. Except for the first one. But I'm including him because it's just so weird. And he worked for the CIA. Hmm. So. So I'm trying to think. Okay, so why are they killing these guys, right? Right. <clears throat> hmm. 
Then I got to thinking about Nikola Tesla. One yeah. of my favorite things to think about, as a matter of fact. Oh, well, you're weird. Yeah. I... Uh, he was a weird guy. Yeah. Uh, he was brilliant. They said his IQ was somewhere in the 300 range. Well, that whole IQ thing is a whole rant on itself. I know. Look, and I've already been on it. Okay. As a member it of... doesn't make it... It's not anything. As a former member of Mensa, with my giant galaxy brain, mm. I think IQ is largely garbage. However, we can all agree Tesla was really fucking smart. Yes, okay. And he had what made him partly so smart was he had an open mind. Right. That, or, he's like me, where you just believe everything. Kind of, yeah. Or he was nuts. Oh. So I read that <laughs> into like his uh, thing with pigeons, for yeah, example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh dear. He really you loved. You can't romantically love a pigeon. I'm just gonna say that it's. And it wasn't sexual. No. Because he was an asexual person. Okay, yeah. Um, but he loved them. Yeah. A, a, more than a man should love a pigeon. Sometimes you just love a thing. He really loved pigeons. Yeah. And what's sad is Tesla, in the later years of his life, was poor. Yeah. And kooky. And he, like, lived in a hotel in New York. <clears throat> and he raised pigeons in there. Which... I think the my, staff would appreciate. My favorite Nikola Tesla is the bromance with him and Mark Twain. Yes, I love that also. Um, I love that, yeah. Yeah. So Tesla died when he was 86 years old. Yeah. And look, conspiracy theorists really love to say he was murdered. He wasn't. He was fucking old. He was not in good health. I've seen pictures of him. He looked wizened. He looked like a skeleton. He wasn't in good health, and he'd really gone crazy towards the end of his life. Haven't uh, we all? Well, he was real fed up with like his ideas either being stolen or him being ignored. Fair, fair. And so right before he died, he really ranted and raved in press conferences that he facilitated about making a weapon to to end World War II, which is going to be a big death laser. I think that's a fine thing to aspire, you know? Yeah. Like, some, haven't we all thought about making a giant death laser at some point? Obviously. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd like to mount one to the hood of a vehicle I don't have currently. Yeah. We got, like, you will have, like, a dead deer and our, and our laser because we're from Arkansas. Yeah. So, like, we're just zooming down Highway 60. <laughs> You know, I'd some bastards jump out in front of the car. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's going to take me out one day. Anyway, uh, Nikola Tesla said a lot of crazy stuff before he died. Yeah. And he said he had all the research. He had a, he had a big mega weapon that could just obliterate nations. Yeah. And then when he died, the FBI went... I'm going to go ahead and see about those notes. Right, right, right. But this is what started the whole era of conspiracy around scientists, okay? Because okay. the FBI raided his hotel room and all of his warehouses where he stored his research. They stole it. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until the year 2000 that they declassified some of it. And claimed the rest of it was just, I don't know, it's gone, whatever. Yeah. I don't know where I put it, okay? Like, lay off. That does sound like the CIA, yeah. The FBI. FBI, yeah. They, they sound like that. They do. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, where should it have gone? Well, his research should have gone to his living relatives. He had cousins in Europe. However, they were afraid that said cousin would sell it to the, the Germans because it's right, World that War could II. be bad. I, they've had a history. They, they might have had a history. Yeah. They're scientists. But of course, really, we're going to get all up in arms about that when we had Project Paperclip. 
Which one's that one? It's making nuclear weapons and bringing in the Nazi scientists to do oh, it. Oh, that was probably our bad. Yep, yep. My bad. Our bad. Look, we frown upon Nazis unless they help us make weapons. Right. Then they're cool. I mean, my personal policy is punching. But my personal policy is beyond punching. It's just obliterating right. until they're a pile of red jelly. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're a Nazi, you can't even lick my butthole. No, no, that's like, too nice. That's too nice for you. Right. Piece of shit. Anyway, so I get why the FBI did this. Mm-hmm. What I don't understand is, y'all, we way past World War Two. We're into three at this point. We're into three. Mm-hmm. And it's weird. Mm-hmm. It's stupid. It's got a lot of memes. It's got a lot of memes. But uh, I think we could release the information. Because they said, well, all his research was, like, dumb anyway. So you don't even need to see it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they sound like that. We didn't even, like, he was just lying about his fucking death later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first of all, well, we don't know if you won't show us. And why aren't you showing us if it's all a bunch of hooey? Yeah. And it's free energy stuff. And listen, nothing will give a conspiracy theorist a bigger boner than the words free energy. That's mm-hmm. true. I've, I mean, I, I can't confirm their boners, but the I... The government is suppressing free energy, so we have to pay. Space lasers. Yeah. Uh, maybe, but who cares? Because, like, my whole thing is, yeah, that's probably true. I don't know. Uh, but, like, we're not going to figure it out, guys. We're not going to Scooby-Doo this one. No? No. Hmm. Things like, are aliens real? Um, is the Pope Satan? <laughs> is the Catholic Church really a satanic institution? Is Christianity actually devil worship? Ancient astronaut theorists say yes. They do say yes, but they're easy bitches who always say yes. <laughs> they, gonna be fair. Ancient astronaut theorists never say no. They never say die. That's true. <laughs> Stupid. My point is... God, what is my... We went off on Nikola Tesla. I went off on a tangent You did. the Catholic Church. I, I was just a here for the ride. You are here for the ride. You don't know where you are hardly no, half the time. No, no. No, no, But basically what I'm saying is this action by the FBI has fueled bajillion years worth of conspiracy theories and their actions after the fact haven't helped. Mm-mm. So now when we get a scientist up and die, everybody narrows their eyes and looks around with suspicion. Mm-hmm. But given another death that was 10 years after Tesla, Tesla died in 1943. Okay. And we have another one in 1953. Which guy is this? I'm about to tell you. Oh, goodness gracious. It just seems to me like maybe it's a thing. So here we go. In 1953, Frank Olson told his wife he was quitting his job with the CIA. Mm Mm-hmm. He had been working for the CIA's Special Operations Division at Fort Detrick, Maryland. So what did he do exactly? Well, we're not sure. That's classified. But what did the special operations entail mm-hmm. in the CIA? Kidnappings, coups, sabotage. Mm, not pigeon coups. No, not the coups the pigeon makes, but like overthrowing a foreign government. Whoa. <laughs> Very about. different things. Very different things. Uh, they were asking him to do some shady shit. He wasn't into it. He might have gone whistleblower had he not 
in, a, in late November, on November 29th of 1953, been thrown himself out of his hotel window. Oh, yeah, yeah, that happens a lot. Those yes. dangerous windows, as we've discussed. Yes. Now, of course, it was ruled a suicide until 1975, when another inquest into his death revealed that he had been high on LSD at the time of his death. Did they have LSD in 1953? They sure fucking did. Oh. And they were, the CIA has put it in drinking water before and has dosed military men with it before without their permission or knowledge just to see what the fuck would happen. Now, you and I have done LSD. Y'all, let me, I'm going to take a pause to explain to you my history with hallucinogens. Okay. So you understand. Yeah. Uh, when I was 19 years old, I was freshly divorced. Yes, we all know that's stupid, but mm-hmm. here we are. And I decided I must learn the meaning of life. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll crack it. You'll crack it. You'll be the one. I'm pretty sure I have, but right. I'm not getting into that because it sounds crazy. <laughs> and maybe it's because I did a lot of drugs. We, as we have just said, we have tried these things. So no, no, I, no, 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 yeah. no. Is it a drug that makes you see shit? I've done it. Mm. And I've done it in mass quantities that could have really killed me. See, my, my experience with LSD was stupid, and I tried a lot, but all it did was give me Jimmy legs. You just had... And it kind of made legs. everything sort of buzz a little bit, but, like, it's not where you're seeing monsters out of the wall and stuff. I don't know. The rasty, that LSD we took, you know, we got it off some burnout right. living in the woods. Well, so, I like, eh. people talk about the government drugging us with LSD, but what is it like to be on LSD? I'll tell you. Yeah. As someone who's, okay, so you know blotter, right? That's paper, and they put the liquid LSD on the blotter. It dries. You cut it into tiny little squares, put it under your tongue, mm-hmm. then you go on a magical journey. Right. But what if you just drink the liquid and you don't waste your time with it? It probably fucks you up a lot more than Jimmy Leg, but. Well, it's mm, bad. And so I did that, uh-huh. and it was a bad trip. It's what ended my experiments with hallucinogens. This is after doing peyote. Uh-huh. Um, Anything, you know, I've done Molly, mushrooms. So what would it be like to take a whole bunch of LSD? Okay, what's it like? First of all, um, your whole body feels tingly and buzzy unpleasantly. Right. If you take that much. Yeah. Um, I feel the body high from LSD is way more than any visuals. People always say, I saw the devil. That's no, never you happened. Didn't. No, you didn't. The walls were maybe breathing, and maybe you saw some tracers, but like chill. Right. I have never hallucinated intense visuals on anything except dying. Mm-hmm. Then you hallucinate real good. Right. Or like seizure auras. And then everything's very funny for a minute. Like, real funny. You're laughing hysterically at nothing. You're laughing. It never happened to me. Silly. Yeah. Goofy. Um, then you're very itchy, twitchy. You can't really settle down. Then you start having racing crazy thoughts. Right. And that's and then that's where my memory kind of shuts down. Because I was tripping balls for three days straight. Because yeah. I, did, I did too much. And it made me feel basically pretty schizophrenic for like six months after so, that. So going back to our story, how many people like were... Dosed? Yeah. I don't know. I just briefly looked at that before I continued. But the thing is, is if you didn't know, mm-hmm. 
you had taken LSD. You'd just momentarily, you'd be like, I'm freaking out now. You'd think, I'm, I've lost my mind. Yeah. I'm dying. You would think that. Yeah. And this is clearly what Frank Olson thought when he flung himself out the window. Right, obviously. So the CIA contrived an accident. Yeah. And they said nothing is better than a contrived accident as a fall from 75 feet. Mm-hmm. Which is about exactly how much you fell. Yeah. They just basically came out and said, yeah, we killed your dad. You suck shit, dude. Because his son was who led the inquest. His son believes it was a murder mm-hmm. and that it's a conspiracy to cover it up. It just up. seems weird to me to use LSD as a way to kill somebody. Well, if you look at... It seems weird to me the KGB makes it look like you autoerotic asphyxiated yourself, too. Yeah, yeah that and the, the but windows. But it destroys the reputation of the person. Get, oh, now we're a big druggie? Right, okay, I see. No wonder he killed himself. It's all part of the panic of the day, too. You right. get right into the 60s, we have a panic about all the druggies. That's true, that's true. And how many stories have you guys heard? Well, he had a bad trip and never came back, and now he's in a mental see, hospital. that's bullshit, you know? Knitting an invisible sweater. Yeah. It's bullshit, because, I, no, I don't... I don't know many people that have taken more LSD at once than me, and I'm fine. Yeah, it's just like the, the rhetoric fine. and round of, of like it makes you like insane and stuff like that. It's I, mean, so, I always think it's so maybe, stupid. Maybe I think taking that high amount that I did is dangerous. Right. You can go into a coma from an overdose on LSD and you can die. It's a miracle I didn't. But does it make you permanently crazy? The answer is no. Mm-hmm. Can it trigger? psychological issues maybe in certain people yes but that's mostly like you're are you're gonna have them anyway it's mm-hmm. just making them come out yeah so i'm not advocating the use of any hallucinogenic substance that's not what we're here about but i find this very interesting um i'm not sure if it was a part of his research or not mm-hmm. but he wanted out and the CIA deemed he was too, he knew too many things. And so they gave right. him LSD and he jumped out a window. Right. That's, okay. And y'all, this is not a conspiracy. It's just something Those that are happened. the facts. Yeah. Someone spiked his drink with LSD. It caused him to freak out and jump out a window. Mm-hmm. That's, those are facts. Not a conspiracy. There's a documentary on Netflix called Wormwood that covers that entire case. And it's really interesting. So if you want to know more about it, go watch it. That's cool. So after his death, you have the Marconi murders. And I'm not calling them suicides. They weren't fucking stupid. Right, like the one we talked about in part one. It's like the lady and the, the her hands were behind her, her back. formal wear and stilettos and she hopped down to the lake all tied up and drowned herself. With her really? hands behind her back, right. No, okay. That's stupid. So... I'm just not going to call them suicides because they're just not. Mm -hmm. And all of those people are confirmed to have died the way I said. There's not there is a conspiracy in that the British government went. "Eh, It's fine. Natural causes. And but there's not a conspiracy that they died under mysterious and ominous circumstances. We can all agree. So. You skip ahead a little bit, but not much, to 1996 with Dr. Sanao Sato. And he was only 46 years old when he was found along with his 13-year-old daughter, and they had been murdered. And the way they had been murdered is he's behind the wheel of his car. Uh He's shot execution style twice, like pow, pow, back of the head. His daughter's found laying outside the car, only 13 shot the same way. That's very sad. Investigators said it was a professional hit. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. and Probably a suicide. No. It's a notorious cold case in San Diego to this day. Mm -hmm. He was working on revolutionary Alzheimer's research. Yeah, he sounds dangerous. 
that's not the point. It's so we're going to say, well, why would that? Why would anyone want to kill him? Y'all money. Hmm. Money. They wanted his research without having to pay him. What's the best way to do it? Fucking bump him off. And then it's property of whatever institution he was working for. There's not enough information to... There's not. And there's not enough information on all these cases, but you start to see kind of a trend. Because, like, what if he had a secret life of gambling or something? Well... The, the kind of the disclaimer at the beginning, uh-huh. so we can get this out of the way so we don't have to say it every time, yeah. is that any of these deaths could have been caused for any variety of reasons. He just was a scientist. But he was a scientist and it was fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah for sure. I mean, execution style with your kid, that is weird. A, he was a very mild-mannered guy with the right. enemies. But, right? I just, like, but that's, like, that's the story and there's just I not enough info. I looked him and he didn't have it. No, investigators found no ties to drugs, no ties to gambling, mm. no ex extramarital affairs, anything like that. Yeah. So the hit would have been is confusing and they have right. zero leads for this I, I reason. Mean, that just leaves this job, like you said. So Yeah. And so I have a big list, so I'm mm-hmm. gonna keep going. But the disclaimer is uh, do I think all of these are conspiracy? No, but I think the number of them in the time frame that's present is yeah, yeah. weird. Yep. So we're just gonna be weird now. In 2001, a plane crash in Zurich killed three prominent Israeli scientists. Dr. Yaakov Matzner, who was 44 and dean of the medical school in Jerusalem, he was a lead researcher on blood diseases. Amaram Eldor was head of the Hematology Institute in Tel Aviv and was internationally known for his research in blood clotting. And the director of the Tel Aviv Health Department, Avashe Berkman, all died on the flight from Switzerland back to Israel when their plane crashed in Zurich. There's a lot of conspiracy around this one I could do a whole episode dang okay basically some people say the plane just went down because it malfunctioned other Mm -hmm. people say it was shot down Hmm. or sabotaged and while these definitely don't seem connected keep in mind the CIA loves contrived accidents and the Russians KGB would agree. Um, Contrived accidents. I can't. Contrived accidents. You fucking cunts. Isn't that evil as shit? Yeah, that's that. That is some like I, I can't think of the, the term, but that's flowery bullshit. It's pretentious as shit. Uh huh. Some purple prose. Yeah. As writers would say, "Oh, well, he had a bit of a contrived accident." It was like truthiness or something. Can I ask you a favor? Like, if I die first, uh-huh. and before you ritualistically join me in the afterlife, uh, yeah, right. Right. Could you please make sure my obituary says died of a contrived accident so there can be some mystery surrounding my death? Not yeah. like pooped yourself to death or anything? I would fucking rise up <laughs> off the earth and kill you. Okay. I would drag you to hell. <laughs> Dr. Don C. Wiley was only 57 when he drove his rental car to a bridge outside Memphis, Tennessee and disappeared. His body was later fished out of the Mississippi River. He was a microbiologist with an authority on immune system response to viral attacks from stuff like HIV, Ebola, and the flu, and he was called Dr. Flu. You will find he's not the only HIV researcher to die under mysterious circumstances, though I didn't include them on this list. I kind of picked one from each field to include. Dr. Flu didn't die of the flu. That would have been too ironic. No. Suicide is immediately ruled out. He just wasn't. Investigators came to the conclusion that for unknown reasons Wiley pulled over on the bridge got out of his car late at night and when a passing big rig trailer truck drove by, a gust of wind from that blew him off the bridge. Mm-hmm. Legitimately one of the dumbest theories I've ever I love heard. it. That's a good it's pretty funny. And the FBI thought that was fucking dumb also and considered the idea that terrorists had kidnapped him and assassinated him based on his work with viruses and the immune system. 
The night that Wiley went missing, he was in good spirits, drinking at a bar. He'd only had two drinks. He was not drunk. I mean, he might have been a little tipsy. We're just going to be fair. He left to drive to his father's house, which was in the opposite direction of the bridge he ended up at. Mm, Yeah, you know, the whole reverse bridge thing. Yeah, why was he there? Why did he stop? The investigators on the case said he had pulled over to look at a dent on the bridge at 4 a.m. It's like if you get caught stealing something, like, what are you doing? You just come up with some dumb shit. Uh, Nothing. (laughs) I was just looking at it. I'm just looking at it and seeing how it felt in my pocket. Yeah. (laughs) Putting it back. It just makes no sense at all. And while it was rumored that Wiley had an undiagnosed seizure disorder, it still doesn't adequately explain why he ended up on a bridge in the opposite direction of where he was going at 4 a.m. Y'all... As somebody with temporal lobe epilepsy, it can f- give me cognitive impairment. But you've, you've definitely been on a bridge you didn't know about, right? No. Yeah. I've never experienced anything to that degree, ever. And I'm not saying it's not possible. I just think it's unlikely. It seems dumb. His body was found over a month later, significantly decomposed. So you can't tell shit from it. No, it's gross. His no. body was broken in like a million pieces. The next one, and that death was in 2001. This one is too. Dr. Robert M. Schwartz was killed by his daughter in December of 2001. He'd been a founding member of the Virginia Biotechnology Association and was an expert in DNA sequencing and pathogenic microorganisms. So again, this can be used for bioweapons, right? His allegedly, she was a pagan and her coven killed him. Oh, with a yeah. sword. Oh, uh, yep, yep, like you do. Clara, his daughter, was sentenced to 48 years in prison for his death, and I only included this one because it's just so fucking weird. Even more weird is the mild satanic panic surrounding this case because she was into fantasy role playing games. Pew, pew. She sounds cool as shit. She does sound cool as shit. She's kind of a boss babe. Um,. She had used the fantasy role-playing game Underworld to seduce a couple of men into killing her dad with a sword because she'd always hated her dad. This is my favorite story that's ever happened. Do I think that this is some conspiracy? No, but I do think it's wild, and that's why I included it. (laughs) And I tried to look up Underworld. It's not a very popular fantasy role-playing game. Um... But you you live underground and you're a monster. I love it. I want to play it now. All right, moving on. Dr. Jung Van Set had just discovered a virus that could be modified so that it fought off smallpox. For some reason, he entered an airlock in a storage lab and died due to exposure to nitrogen in 2001. Oh, my God. Not a fun way to go. No. The thing that strikes me is how each one of these deaths is just more horrific than the last. It's pretty bad. Uh, gas chamber, you know, that's bad. Not not good. Uh-uh. In February of 2002, Dr. Viktor Korshinov was beaten and bludgeoned to death near his home in Moscow. He had been an expert in intestinal bacteria and children. So if you remember the Marconi scientists, many of them were found in rather compromising positions. Same can be said for Ian Langford, an expert in environmental diseases. He was found dead in his home with bizarre injuries, half naked from the waist down and stuffed under a chair. Mm. Investigators said his death wasn't suspicious. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nor was it suicide. Okay. He just sort of accidentally super hurt himself to death and shoved his dying body under a chair after taking his pants off, which Mm. makes total sense. Mm. 
He died in February of 2002 and was only 40 years old. Hmm. See, we've accomplished so much. David Wynn Williams had been researching microbes that could survive the cold vacuum of space. He was a prominent astrobiologist. One morning while on his daily jog, a car struck and killed him. The driver was never found. He died in March of 2002. Mm. Keep that particular method in mind. It happens again. They just get run over. And again. Yeah. And again. Well, you know, not accomplishing anything. We're, we're pretty, we're, we're, they're not going to kill us. True. Yeah. True. yeah. They're um, idiots in Arkansas. Don't do right. Anything. It's lovely. Dr. Stephen Mostow also died in March of 2002. He was an expert in bioterrorism and an amateur pilot. He crashed his plane outside Denver in Colorado. And this is likely a terrible accident and merely coincidence. But because so many scientists were dying in very suspicious circumstances from 1996 to 2005, uh, I don't think... You know, I'd be remiss in not including it, but I do believe it's pilot error. Mm. But I can totally see how you could, like, get super unhinged and connect some dots that aren't there. Yeah. In July of 2003, Dr. David Kelly was found dead in the woods by his house. He'd slashed his wrists, though family had said he had not been suicidal previously or had any mental health issues. He was a biological weapons specialist who worked for the British Ministry of Defense. He had briefed Prime Minister Tony Blair on Saddam Hussein's non-existence, what, non-existent weapons of mass destruction. And remember, staged suicide is one of the favorite assassination methods of governments and their agents. Mm-hmm. Does this mean his death was suspicious i think it should just automatically be yeah yeah if again i find it very interesting that we hold up law enforcement and military as the best witnesses right yeah i'm not sure how that's possible when both parties frequently gaslight the shit out of victims families when someone goes missing for example or is found dead and they're like hey my loved one would not kill themselves or my loved one would not just run off that's not something they do and yet they sit there and go well yeah they would shut up yeah i don't know y'all can you be a good witness if you won't consider all the possibilities and you tell the family who knew the person best to just shut the fuck up and being like the head weapons guy of Britain, they probably get mental health evaluations sometimes. He and he they do it for presidents be, and shit. He was not found to be suicidal. Right. But yet he's dead in the woods. Cool. In November of 2003, Robert Leslie Berghoff was investigating a virus that was making the rounds on cruise ships, if you remember. It was ma- it was kind of like a rotavirus. It was making people really violently ill. I, we, it's been confirmed that cruise boats are just disease... They're plague boats. Disease capsules of the sea. Yes. On November 22nd of that year, a white van jumped the curb, struck him, and killed him. The driver didn't stop and was never caught, which sounds familiar, doesn't it? Yeah, you just said. I did. William T. McGuire's body was found in May of 2004 in three different suitcases floating in the Chesapeake Bay. He'd been a senior program analyst at the New Jersey Institute of Technology. His death was extremely gruesome. Oh, no. He'd been drugged, shot, blood-drained, disemboweled, and then dismembered and stuffed into three separate suitcases. Jesus Christ on a cracker. Oh, yeah. McGuire's wife, Melanie, was ultimately charged with his death and convicted in 2007. There's some issues with this one. She wasn't a big woman. Mm-hmm. And dismembering a big man mm-hmm. and hauling them suitcases, disembowel, it's really grisly. You're going to need saying, help. Boy, you can't I mean, help. even just to field dress a deer is pretty hard. And you're doing a whole do. And it takes all day, and it's just gross. Yeah. Now, to be fair, 
I mean, the evidence really did point to her. She maintains her innocence. I do think this is another case of coincidence mm-hmm. because you get enough group, large enough group of people. You're going to have some weird ones in there. Yeah. But my point is they're all weird and yeah. all gruesome. This is a yeah. very weird and gruesome death. So don't go to college. No, don't become a not. scientist. Fuck that. Fuck it. No. Crystal healing for everybody. Crystals right up your butt. <laughs> also in May of 2004, Dr. Eugene Malov was beaten to death right after he published an open letter to scientists regarding free energy, a favorite of conspiracy theorists. <laughs> He'd spent the last years of his life researching cold fusion, which he thought was instrumental in free energy. Don't know. I'm We're doing it now. Cold we are fusion. doing it. Yeah. But he doesn't get to participate. He's dead. Mm. In 2004, the mutilated body of Dr. Bassem Al-Mudraris Madaris was found in Samara, Iraq. He'd been an eminent and respected chemist. A month later, in August of 2004, Professor John Clark, head of the lab at the Roslyn Institute in Midlothian, Scotland, the same place where they cloned Dolly the sheep, mm. was found hanging in his home with no previous mental health issues. Mm. Dr. Young H.M. died in January of 2005. His body was found stuffed in the trunk of his burning car. He'd been stabbed multiple times. He'd been a research assistant at the University of Missouri. He had no known enemies. It was, again, another professional hit. Hmm, Jesus. Why? In May of 2005, Dr. Robert J. Lull was an expert on the threat of nuclear terrorism. He was found stabbed to death in his home in San Francisco after he called for full testing for mad cow disease in the population of U.S. cows. Fuck him, apparently. Yeah. And a lot of these, they're right on the verge of something, or they're about to quit their position, or they're about to release a paper. Yeah. Uh, the timings. I'm, I mean, I'm sure you're right. It's all just like people who are trying to make money and they're like, oh, no, this invention or whatever. Exactly. This That's medicine. Exactly what I think. Yeah, it's fucked up, though. Anything that could like, OK, let's take the guy who made an engine that instead of putting out carbon, put out water like it was a water engine. Put out smiles. Yeah. Yeah. It just put out. It made things nice. Yeah. And he died. Yeah. Shortly after filing for that patent. He had nobody to like in his family to take over. So the government got it. I think there's like a really big rabbit hole of like people inventing car engines that aren't. No, that's a huge conspiracy theory. It's why I didn't include it, even though he was an inventor slash scientist. I included the ones involved in terrorism government and micro and biology and viruses. Right. Because those are kind of all related. I'm sure there's a whole medicine one, too, you know. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. huge. And we're talking about the like the instances of people found stuffed in the dead in the trunk of their car it pops up everywhere when you get into the medical researchers uh-huh, uh-huh. who are curing things like cancer and yeah. in the test tube and stuff. So you got to ask yourself, like, is it a conspiracy or does like we've probably cured cancer like 800 years ago? <laughs> it's a cure isn't as financially right. Exactly. Yummy yeah. As keeping someone on many rounds of chemo is exactly. Yeah. Although it's getting to the point now with so many independent researchers and the Internet, which disseminates information. We've just had enough. We've just had enough. Yeah. And people are like, eh, but this vaccine is going to do it. Yeah. I think it, the answer lies in vaccines mm-hmm. for cancer, mm-hmm. yep. which the conspiracy theorists love. Like we 
we, we I think I read on a headline yesterday that like we figured out aging and we're, we're <laughs> we don't age anymore if you <laughs> yeah we're not gonna die yeah. Yay! that's a big kettle of fish that's a problem mm-hmm. earth cannot sustain an undying population and if you think poor folks well, we could be elves though you think poor folks are going to have access to that? We can't be elves. I can't even get, like have my luxury bones, my teeth, right? That. Yeah, yeah. They ain't gonna let me not age. They're gonna be like, "Haha, die, grandma." Oh. Well, In their floating cities above the smog they created. Right. Yeah, you know I'm right. I know. But yeah, it all goes back to money. I think. Like, I really want the conspiracy to be aliens, <laughs> but it's not, you know. The alien news, like if anyone was wondering, has been real nuts lately. It's been popping off. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know how to summarize. I'm Number one, I'm bad at summaries. And number two, I'm stupid. Oh, and yeah. I'm, <laughs> But it's like, <laughs> like, uh, oh, shoot, what was it? Avery, Avery Loeb was in the news. Avi Loeb. Avi Loeb, who is like a Harvard scientist. And he was saying aliens. He's like, aliens. We have the, the wreckage, aliens. stuff like that. It's been insane in yeah, the world. Of whistleblowers have been coming forward saying we have bodies and crash materials and like duh and there's been like government like congress reporting and stuff like i i, I realize that aliens is sort of its own subsection that unless you pay attention then it's invisible but it's a it's a crazy world like a reality tv it's just so insane it's very fun yeah but every other day it's like aliens anytime now i just oh what would you okay what would y'all give for them to independent stay the White House, just the White House. They just and like Putin, they blow nothing. Up it would be frabby, like go it for free, <laughs> and then they fuck off. Yeah, how great would it be? You know the. I mean, I'm sorry about the, the innocent people that would die. Right. They have my condolences, but for the rest of us, man. R.I.P. It'd be chaos. It'd be just glorious chaos. I, I'm just ready for the aliens. Like, we're going to get climate changed anyway. Your job, hate your job, pray for Independence Day aliens. Huh? Yeah. You yeah, ain't yeah. going to work then. We all scared in our house. Yeah, Which I'm here, for, I'm here for, for that reality. I'm ready. I'm ready for a meteor to blow me the fuck up. I've had enough. I'm ready to get lasered to death by aliens or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Just yeah. Like, I want to see cool shit before I croak, and I think both of those would be cool to see. Yeah. I'd be, I wouldn't be scared. I'd be just like, oh, we're we going out in style. This yes. is amazing. Blow me up. I know we're doing a part three, but like, I, I want our next episode to be on that Australian UFO thing. I was. Uh, we ha- Listen, I like found so many cool things to talk about. Right. Primaris Mondays of the next like. We have infinite years. topics. Yeah. We're also going to be covering Lemuria because it's been a request from a patron and we, right. we like to honor those requests. Yes. And I will get to it. Yes. But we're going to do an Australian UFO at a school. At a school, and it was really crazy. And yeah. I, I just like the ones that are at schools, because kids, I mean, I know everyone thinks kids are liars for some reason. I don't. Nope. I just don't know why we just think kids are stupid. They're the most credible witness of anybody. They don't have nothing to gain. They don't think, you know what, I'm going to get famous and money. Right. Kids don't think that way. They're like, I saw something, it was scary and weird. Mm-hmm. That's how all the kids interviewed ever act. They're just mm-hmm. like, I'm confused and afraid. And that and they told me weird. not to talk about it. And I'm freaking out. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, <clears throat> you believe what you want. That's what we believe here. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 
thinking about believing in unicorns. That's the latest one I've been thinking about. Why not? I like them. They're pretty. They are pretty. But I'm not a virgin. So You're never going to see one then. Boy, I'm really. I like it when uh, they're, they're illustrated. They look kind of like a goat instead of a horse. Is it little cloven hooves? Yeah. Yes. I like that version of unicorn better. Yeah, but supposedly in stories, virgins were used to lure unicorns out so you could shoot them. That's fucked up. Steal their hern. That is what fucked. What wishes makes a good butt plug? I'm not sure. Hmm. That would be pointy. Twood. Mm-hmm. Twood be pointy. Mm-hmm. Unless the horns are actually butt plug shaped. Uh, I guess it's a new drawing prompt. You going to do it? No, you're not. No, I'm not going to do not. it. It looks stupid. So that's this episode where we'll take a break from uh, exploded, murdered, mutilated scientists. I had to make jokes to make it tolerable. It's real rough. Yeah. Uh, and we'll be covering uh, kind of a, there's like a part four to, there's Jesus. some Indian nuclear physicists that all just. Are they doing thorium energy? That's the, my number one favorite energy. What? Thorium. No. Because I know India was doing that, a thorium nuclear reactor. They were, I'm not sure they were related but they might be okay. so we get to talk about that thorium is number one i'm just gonna keep talking about mutilated dead scientists for a while uh, but i'm gonna take breaks this... for fun stuff like sasquatch and ufos okay good because this is rough are you okay it's not fun at all like aliens no it's not fun but uh it's weird and i like think it tickles my brain in a fun mm. way i don't know i like thinking about the whys and the hows and that kind of shit and I, I like the shadowy government you know fingers and everything is interesting to me the cia are dicks that's all i'm learning oh they're humongous dickholes if they're listening like, eat a butt eat a butt you know what smoke a bowl and like watch a comedy or something right eat some chocolate like chill out yeah you need to enhance your calm, CIA. Right. Quit with the quit with the murdering. Stuff. Quit with it. Quit. We don't appreciate Cut it. Cut it out. And you can't sit here and talk shit on the KGB and doing the same shit. Or right, right. They have a like a one of the ways they. It, I mean, this has been in released documents. They have tried to kill people is by injecting them with cancer cells. That's so mean. I can't think of anything more horrific. This yeah. is so scary. How could you, how could the guy who's doing it do it? Like, how do you sleep at night, sir? Well, it's like that Frank guy who jumped out the window. He wanted to quit because he didn't like doing That's that. That's mean shit. Exactly. So, <clears throat> brief business time. Okay. We have a link tree. You'll see it in the description of this podcast. Don't be scared. It's just got our links. It's where we keep them. If you want to look at my art, which you should, because everybody should. Yeah, you can look at our writing. You can look at our merch. Our merch. Look at our Patreon. You should do more than look at it. You should buy it. I mean, yes. Yeah, 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 should. yeah, yeah. T-shirts are very cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and our Discord, not behind a paywall, y'all. Everyone should be in the Discord. Who Come is show listening. me pictures of your food. Yeah. Your pets. I'm a lurker. I, I don't never know what to say. He talks in there. I, I try. I just always feel stupid and I delete it. I'm just not good at anything. Oh, wow, are you really doing that? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm bad at social media. I can't social is the problem. I could media, but I cannot social. No, you can't social. Mm-mm. You barely talk. No, that's why honest. I'm talking for the podcast now. That's a good idea. Uh, anyway, that's all I got. And I just wanted to say thank you. All you can do to support the podcast is listen. We appreciate you. We love you. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Find us on your social media platform of choice. Linktree slash cruelty has all of the links. Check out our Patreon for exclusive episodes, merch, 
ad-free episodes, live ghost hunts, and much more. Please be sure to subscribe. New episodes are uploaded weekly. Thank you so much. See you next time. Music and production by Willie B.